Welcome to the Bridge Africa podcast. I'm your host, Isaac Osekisi. Every week, I'll be sharing employability and entrepreneurial tips needed to help you get the job you desire or start a business venture right after you complete your university education. I'll be introducing you to seasoned entrepreneurs and working professionals in diverse fields. We'll learn about their journeys, that is the bends, their pitfalls, their successes, and most importantly, how they overcame. Let's get it rolling. In this episode, I'm going to share with you some great advice for the young, awesome people um, of Africa. So this is the kind of advice that I would have wanted to have been exposed to when I was younger, when I was in my teenage years, when I was in my early 20s, when I was even in my mid 20s, right? And I think this is what is going to be a roadmap that will help revolutionize your life. Awesome. Let's jump on straight in. So I have four points to share with you. The first thing is, if you're a young person in Africa, it's very tempting to look around you and sometimes be in despair or have no hope and that kind of thing. Sometimes the environment itself that you find yourself in, the news that you see on the TV and everything can be very depressing but you can't afford to tune in in into that. So the very first thought that I would want you to um, think about, or the very thing, the first thing I want you to consider is number one, dream big. Dream so huge that actually your dreams are actually going to scare you because dreaming big is free. Nobody can arrest you for dreaming big. Dream massively, massively. Dream, have ambitious goals. Ambitious, and this is the mark of a big goal or a big dream. A big dream is said that you, you yourself, your immediate network, your immediate net worth um, cannot bring that dream to fruition. If your dream is that way, then you're actually starting to dream big. The dream must be way bigger than you, way bigger than your mindset, way bigger than your resources, way bigger than anything that you can afford or come up with right now. Your dream, actually, you have to look at your dream and your dream must scare you. I remember I um, attended a program that um, one of my mentors organized, Grant Cardone, um, organize a 10x conference and I learned this thing from there that I, I needed to write my dreams every day so I write my dream first thing in the morning and I write my dreams last thing before I go to bed and my dream initially I thought I had a big dream until I, I came out of that conference and I realized that wow I had I had been setting a very low achievable uh, dream for myself so when I came, my mind was just blown. So I 10 times my, my, my goal. And I started writing them down. I write them every day. The first time I started writing, I, I just felt scared. You know, I wrote, I wrote them down. I said, like, okay, wow, wow. Like, God helped me to be able to, to I mean, is this even possible? Is, it, is this even real? Am I making a fool out of myself? But I realized that the more I started to 
visualize it the more i started to put it down the the the, the more real it started becoming then i started seeing doors i started seeing doors and windows and openings that would uh help me take maybe a step or two or three steps into the dream right and things started becoming clearer and clearer and clearer i still do that today and even when i'm going through maybe a tough time in the day maybe i have i hear some bad news or something like that um, instead of just writing the dream first thing in the morning and last thing at night, I, I would write it in the daytime as well. You know, when life presses me hard, that I also I also push back. So I will write it again so that when I see it and I visualize it in my notepad, say, wow, man, there's, there's a bigger thing here. So I don't need to bother too much about the temporary blip on the road. There's, there's, there's a bigger goal. There's a, there's a bigger goal that is bigger than me, that is bigger than my family, that is bigger than even possibly the country that I live in or the people that I, I surround myself with is huge. Therefore, I, I can't afford to let little things worry me down. That's your number one objective. Dream big. Ambitious goals. Number two. I can't emphasize this enough. Because if you don't get number two right, you can dream as big as you want and nothing will happen. Number two. Associate yourself with the right people. It's always a big thing for young people to fall into the loop of bad influence, peer pressure and that kind of thing. Your job is after you've been able to come up with a big ambitious goal for yourself. Find people who are going where you are going. Find people who ideally speak the type of language that you're speaking. Not in literal terms like, okay, find people who speak English language or, uh, or Yoruba or, or Hausa or whatever uh, your local dialect may be. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is Find people who are as ambitious as you are. People who have something that they are living for. Right? You, you, you find those kind of people. And frankly speaking, if you can't find them, it's better you stay alone and lonely. And I'll tell you why. I remember a couple of years back um, when I was working at um, Medaset in Dallas, Texas. I remember there was one time I went into my boss's office. Um, he, he was the vice president of our unit, and I reported to him directly. So I went to him for, we're doing a contract, and I, and he, I needed him to review sections of the contract for me. So I, I went to his office as his customary for all of us to do. So when I went in there, uh, I could see that he was, he was not very happy. I mean, he was visibly um, upset. You could see that, which is not very typical of him. He's a very nice man, awesome boss to work for. So um, I, I, I kind of, you know, chimed in. Hey, boss, you don't, you don't really look your usual self today. Is there anything wrong? You know, are you not feeling well? That kind of thing. He said, look, it's my, my daughter. Yeah, I said, what about that? He says, I, I received a notification or a notice from the, her school um, that... Um, Something happened in their school or in her dormitory. I, I can't really remember the exact details, but it was something that happened in her daughter's dormitory. And uh, the school, because of that, the school had uh, issued a final notice or final warning that she was going to be expelled the next time anything like that happens. And it's, it's like his, his, his demeanor was like, man, 
my my daughter is awesome. She's a she's a good girl. She's awesome. She's I've never been proud of 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 her. I mean, I've never been proud of her. She's she's amazing. She's intelligent. She's God fearing. She's you know the list went on and on and on and on. So he was like amazed as to what had happened, because here was he investing uh, a lot of money to send her daughter to college. One of the best universities in, in the US that the, the lady was going, the program was awesome. The program she was doing was an amazing program. So he couldn't put a finger as to why the daughter has gotten herself involved in that kind of a mess. So I remember standing there and it just, a thought just bolted through my, my brain actually and I just muttered it out that um you know my boss said the only way i could think of is probably her dorm mates who have come from different backgrounds with different values that are starting to have an influence on her and i said wow wow that actually confirms what i had in mind he said what do you what, what do you have in mind i said boss you have to talk to your daughter he said i've talked to her i've you know i've screamed at her I'm da, 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 da. So, okay this time you're not going to scream at her but you're going to tell her what real life, what real life situation or scenarios is when it comes to associations and friendships. So I just there and then remember the proverb, right? A, a biblical proverb. And it's, it's, so I just blurted out in them that, look, Jim, call your daughter and tell her about this proverb. Per chance, that's the only thing she may listen to. He said, okay, well, what is it? I said, look, this has worked for me. He says, the companion of the wise shall be wise. And the companion of the fool shall be destroyed. So I said, look, this is how you, is how you package it and tell her. If you associate with wise people, the upside is that you are going to be wise. But... If you associate with foolish people, people with no ambition, people who just going nowhere, the downside is not that you're going to be foolish. That would have been that would have been uh, what do you call it? Um, that that would have been actually a mini advantage. Actually, at least you know your friends are foolish, so just be foolish. That's it. But the downside is worse than that. He says, if you associate with them, you will be destroyed. It didn't say if you associate with bad people, you will be bad. It says you will be destroyed. Sometimes it may end up in your death, early death. Sometimes it may end up you being an addict. Sometimes it may end up you being something that they are, they are not enough words to actually describe. So the risk of you aligning with people who are going nowhere to you and your destiny is kind of high. So you can't afford to move with people who are not going where you're going. There are another proverb that says that iron sharpens iron. So if I'm coming close to you and you are not iron like I am, we, none of us will be sharpened. If I'm iron and you are wood, guess what's going to happen? After a few associations here and there, my iron, my sharp iron is going to be blunt. Right? And life is going to be hard because whenever iron is blunt, it takes much effort to, to actually uh, fall a tree, right? So, 
the key to life, apart from getting certain great goals, awesome objectives, and big dreams, is watch your association. I've heard it somewhere. I don't know who said it. That you are the average of the five closest people that you have to, to you. Right? So, if the five closest friends to you, they are a piece of work, very soon you are going to become a piece of work. But if the five closest people to you are awesome people, it's like a wave. They are just going to pick you up like that. Now, the third point is you're going to have to pay the price. Pay the price, my friend. Pay the price. Many people do not want to pay the price. They want the easy way out. Easy money, easy this, easy that shortcut. Look, nothing sustainable in life comes easy. There's nothing. I've heard it many times again. I think I heard um, the, the owner of Dallas Mavericks, billionaire, uh, Mark Cuban, say it a, a, a couple of times. Nothing of great value comes easy. If somebody invites you to join a scheme, join something that is shortcut, look, man, it's, 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 it's just a fluke, man. It's, it's, a, it's a smoke screen. It's not going to work. If it works, it's not going to last if it works and lasts, it's not going to be fulfilling, <laughs> right? So, you're going to have to pay the price. Pay the price means there are going to be some, some parties, birthday parties and friends gatherings that you're going to exclude yourself. Paying the price means that there are going to be some soccer games or football games English premiership and all, uh, you know a bunch of other sporting activities that you're going to miss because you are working on your big dream, your big goal. Right? It's going to be it's going to be that there are going to be a couple of Saturdays and Sunday afternoons that you're going to be sitting and working when when your friends are playing and chilling. I mean, as they call it. To them, chilling means they're enjoying themselves. In, my, in, 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 in all fairness and in, in due respect, if you can block out the time that traditionally your friends, your age mates, your colleagues typically relax, and you carve that time out as a time that you work, you are putting in all the traditional eight hours, but you are studying. You are, you are pushing. Because you are young and you are healthy, you are pushing 15, 16 hours every day, hitting it, hitting it, hitting it. Give yourself five minutes, five, five years. I, I wish it was five minutes. <laughs> but give yourself five years. You will be surprised at the things that you could do. So, for instance, let's say you want to be... A, Let's say you're a programmer. You want to come up with an app that will save the world or whatever it is. And you're a young pe person. And you rely on just what you're being taught in school. That will not be enough. But if you sit down and say, look, my Saturdays, after I finish what I need to do at home and everything, and I just block out some five, six hours, and I just immerse myself in latest books, latest technology, latest courses, and I sit there, maybe a course that runs, let's say, 60, 80 hours, and I sit there and I chunk them up, right? Five hours, I'm studying it, and I'm studying it, and I'm studying it, and I finish that, and I practice. I bring that, and I practice, and I practice. 
if you did that consistently every Saturday, every Sunday after after church, um, or after uh, whatever, whatever social program that you 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 attend, uh, and you sit down and you hit it like that, small chunks of time, even if it's just two hours that you can do, you do that. Think about it. Five years time, you will gain. You will be super mastery. You'll be way above your colleagues. I mean, the, the, you, your level will be completely different. Right? So learn to pay the price. Stop all this chilling and enjoyment. I, I don't say don't have fun. Yes, have fun, but have perspective. Have objective. Right? Have fun. You know, but let it be measured. Because if you work hard now, you're going to have fun, much, much more fun later. With your family and things where you don't have to struggle, where you don't have to, you don't have to scratch your head when you you need to pay your child's school fees or you need to, you, yeah, that is more fun, man. That, that that is awesome. When you have fun, when you have kids around, you're able to really provide for them. Not only that, you are a responsible member of society. You are contributing. You are you are you are blessing people with your resources. That is fun, right? Then the next piece of it. The next set, that's the last advice in this uh, episode, is going to be don't waste resources. Do not waste resources. Resources in terms of money, in terms of time, especially, do not waste them. Time is so important because when you utilize time, you never get it back. The only thing that is common to mankind on earth, to both rich people and poor people, right, to both powerful people, and servants is time. That is the currency nobody has more than anybody. And nobody has less than anybody. You wake up in the morning, you are allotted 24 hours. What you get out of it is practically purely based on how you utilize your time. So don't use your time for frivolous things. Package your time wisely. I wish I knew this when I was a teenager, man. I, I, I can't emphasize this enough. I, I wish somebody had, I wish I had an uncle who could have sat me down to tell me someone, give me some of these nuggets. I call them golden nuggets. But hey, I'm, I'm excited to share this. In hindsight, time is a great asset you can't afford to waste. Don't waste time. One year just can just pass by like that in a blink of an eye. Two years, five years, oh man, it's just, it, it just runs by so fast. So you're going to use that. Number two, resources. You may not be the richest person in town, but all of us at certain points in time, we get access to resources. Maybe you did some small projects here and there, or maybe you were lucky, a rich uncle, an uncle blessed you one day, or you, you were lucky to have some very generous parents that they, they give you resources or whatever thing that you do that you get some kind of money coming in. Don't use that money to do, what do you call it? Bling, bling and show off, that kind of thing. That is small-mindedness. That is super small-mindedness. What you have to do, when resources come in, when they, the first thing you have to do, you can, there are two things that you need to use resources for, right? After taking care of the basic necessities that you have, I mean, that you need, right? So food, clothing, and shelter. 
if if you have your parents covering that for you or you are blessed to have somebody who takes care of that for you and resources come into your hands then wow you are really blessed so what you need to do after you've covered the basis is to invest in yourself that's number one investing in yourself is so critical as i sit here I can count that apart, aside my formal education, right, the cost of my formal education, I certainly have invested literally tens of thousands of dollars in my personal development. I've, 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 sometimes it, it scares me to even check, but I've invested tens, I would say, in a typical year, I probably spent a minimum $5,000 educating myself, a minimum. Right? And sometimes it's not like I have the money down there. It's sometimes it's like that pull to get better. That pull to push myself to the next level. That pull that I don't want to stay a mediocre. That pull that I'm, I'm yearning for, for knowledge. Right? I'm yearning. I'm yearning. So I want to know more. I want to learn more. I'm, it's, it's like a sponge that you put in water. Just start sucking the water out like that. So the first thing is invest in yourself. If you invest in yourself, it's not taxable. I mean, you nobody, the taxman cannot come and say, hey, Isaac, let me tax your brain because you've got new information in that brain. No way, right? It's the greatest investment you can ever make. Invest in courses, seminars, books. To this day, except maybe I have an emergency or something, I typically read a, a book a week. And I've been doing this for probably close to 10 years right and buying a book is the easiest way i spend my money i don't even think about it if i find a book and it's awesome and it, i don't even look at the price i just press the button press and thank god for um amazon uh kindle i just order it straight i invest in myself heavily so invest in yourself spend money on yourself not on bling not on things not on buying cars to show off and you know i don't know blowing the money uh, to show off to your very soon you'll be poor man if you do that you will be poor very very soon because money wants to be respected number two after you've invested in yourself and let's say you have something going maybe you have some small business going or some small startup going and, and it's proven to, to uh, gain some traction, invest money in the business. So you invest in yourself, invest money in your business or in your venture. Invest money. Invest money to market. You can have the greatest product on earth, but if it's not marketed, nobody will buy it. Nobody will know it. Right? Invest money in your, in your, in your project, marketing, staff. Maybe you need additional hands. Th these are great places to spend money. And very soon, that money that you invested in yourself and in other ventures will start working for you. All right, I hope you, you enjoyed this video and uh, feel free to subscribe to this channel so that anytime I publish any video like this, you will be notified. All right, see you soon. And then there's other videos that are going to pop up on this screen that you can also watch that will be a blessing to you. All right, have a wonderful day. Bye now. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And if you loved it, please take a minute to leave a great review 
it would mean the world to me. And finally, if you love what you just heard, can you kindly share with your friends and family? And I would greatly appreciate that. Thank you so much. And let's catch up on the next episode. Thanks and bye.